This episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, where adventure begins. Check out their website. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Dungeon Crawlers Radio. We are broadcasting live from Salt Lake Gaming Con, uh, which is a brand new con here. Uh, today is actually an opening day, so uh, this will pretty—it's going pretty well, to be honest. Yeah, uh, there's quite a few out. people going milling around. They've got some really cool stuff. Um, a lot yeah, of gaming. There's a lot of gaming going. You got you know tabletop gaming, you got video gaming going on. LARPing, you got LARPing. Uh, you got a little bit of everything. I mean, they've got Microsoft here, uh, Sony. PlayStation is here. Uh, there's quite a few other people. I mean, there is rumor that somewhere in this building there are Oculus Rifts running, and you can come them up. So that, I mean, that's amazing. I've seen at least one so far. Yes. And maybe it takes a while to set up, but I don't know. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, if you're in the area, in the Salt Lake area, come check it, check them out. It's uh, Sandy Expo Center. Yeah. Well, it's, what, 9400 South State Street? I don't know why I just blanked on that. I grew up here. Um... <laughs> So yeah, come down, check it out. Uh, so we've got a really great show tonight. We've got uh, the guys that have developed Hero Labs coming on, talking about this wonderful program. Now, if you are the type of person that's just like, oh, man, I, building a character takes forever. Hero Labs is you know, the program for you. This is your easy put together. You go in, in the program, and you just throw together what you want, you have your character done. It has everything you need to be through the patient It's all there for yourself. It says. Um, so, with that said, you know, we, we got Travis, there's Savart, and Scott. We, we, what, I, I, yeah, it's been so long. I don't know what to say. I, I know. I think it's, it's been weird. like months. Yeah. I mean, it has. You went on, you went on an expedition I and, did. and went on several trips. Yeah, I did. In the meantime, and, and Scott, <laughs> he just like, Disappeared into the the black hole oblivion of I need a dishwasher. <laughs> yes, that was the, the literal one. And yes, not the dishwasher that's in your home. Yeah, no, no. The dishwasher that washes your dishes at the restaurant yes. that you that you go and and frequent. But uh, yeah, it's a must have. Ma- many of you that don't know, Scott is a chef. He is the man that cooks your food, and not the man that spits in your food. <laughs> he's a great chef because by he, the way. he's a great chef, and he doesn't do that. We're against that kind of stuff. Yes. But it would be cool to see Gordon Ramsay come in and talk to. Oh, terrifying! <laughs> <laughs> terrifying and awesome all at the same time. Yes, indeed. Yes, so uh, yeah, Jared and Jessica will be joining us shortly, uh, just because we are broadcasting from a different location, not Gamers Inn in Lehigh. Uh, for those of you that don't know where Gamers Inn is, it's just located off of Lehigh Main Street. Uh, go check them out. Great store. They've kind of redesigned some of the shelvings. They've uh, so they've got a lot more cool stuff in there for you. And if they don't have it on the shelf, they'll order it in for you. Great people. 
And not only that, they will sit down and teach you how to play the yeah. games, which Sexual is style. which is awesome. Yeah. yeah. And not only that, it looks cool. It yeah. looks like an old tavern. Literally, down to the chairs and the tables. <laughs> the chairs are freaking sweet. Uh, the chairs might creep you out. They're a little weird. Some of them look like they might be medieval torture devices, but honestly, they're very comfortable. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. So. All right. So, um, I really don't know when Jared and Jessica will be here just because of traffic, but we're going to start moving on with our interview. Sounds so, good. Uh, right. you, they have their passes, or do you still have it? I still have them. <laughs> so, at some point, you so at some get point, I leave. will disappear for <laughs> a few seconds, and then you guys will have to get, take in tra- charge. You know, like that one day we just disappeared. Yes, yes. you just disappeared <laughs> on we it. Yeah. Except for I don't want to hear, it's our show now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, hey, thanks for calling in, Ginger Callers. Is this Colin? This is Colin. Hey, um, hold on. Just one second, Colin. I apologize. We have a small technical difficulty. Uh, can you All hear right. me okay? Yes, we can hear you much better now. Okay, perfect. All right, wonderful. Thank you. Know, thanks for calling in uh, this evening to talk about Hero Labs. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, now, just my explanation probably wasn't the most awesome explanation in the world, but can you kind of tell our listeners what Hero Labs is? Sure. So, uh, so Hero Lab, uh, no plural, by the way. Uh, Hero Lab is character creation and character management software. Uh, we support a bunch of different games, Pathfinder, Shadowrun, D20 System, Call of Cthulhu, Savage Worlds. And uh, we do kind of four big things. We let you create your character. Uh, we let you play your character at the game table, either on paper or electronically. Uh, we let you advance your character with experience or gold or whatever makes sense for your game system. And then if, if you're a GM, we let you build encounters. We let you manage them in Hero Lab. Uh, we try to take all of the, the, the boring game mechanics stuff, the, the stuff that's hard to calculate that ends up making you use calculators and adding up numbers. Hero Lab does all that for you and lets you concentrate on the fun part of gaming, which is building your character, playing the game, and doing all the annoying things that, uh, that, that you shouldn't have to do. Wow. That's huge. Yes. So it's Hero just Lab like a, a program that we run. Is this off a website? Where, how do we find this amazing thing? So Hero Lab is a downloadable software. Uh, you can run it on Windows, on Mac. Uh, we also have an app uh, for Pathfinder on the iPad. Uh, it's downloadable. You can install it on multiple different machines. And so, for example, what I tend to do is I've got Hero Lab installed on my desktop computer that I use during the day, as well as the, my laptop that I take the games. So I build, uh, I build characters, I build encounters um, on my desktop. Then when I'm ready to go, I stick them in Dropbox and open them in Hero Lab on my laptop. Then at the game, I can run combats, I can build encounters on the fly. Uh, my players can uh, run Hero Lab on their iPads. Uh, so yeah, we uh, we work on Windows, Mac, and then also the iPad. Does it do the uh, uh, computer and the laptop, or the computer and uh, the tablet? Do they interact with each other so they know that they're receiving damage or whatever? Uh, no, you, so different um, different clients don't communicate. So you can't do something where the the GM does damage and it automatically appears on your iPad. Although that, that would be uh, that would be pretty cool. Um, it's they're currently individual devices. So let's say you're running Hero Lab on an iPad at the game. Uh, you can have Hero Lab roll damage dice and roll attacks for the weapons that you use. If you need to make a saving throw, Hero Lab can roll that for you. If you want to turn on power attack and vital strike, Hero Lab can do that as well. 
Uh, if you want to take, if you take some damage, uh, then you can record that. If you rest for the night, hero level record that and reset your abilities, uh, uh, add to your hit points, um, do all those, uh, keep track of all the, the numbers and make it, we're trying to make it kind of fun to play the game. So with just a couple of taps on your iPad or a few clicks on your laptop, you can do all the stuff that, that, that takes time that means you have to you know erase stuff on your character sheet and write in with pencil and so on. Hero Lab is we're trying to replace all that. Now, if you want to keep your pen and paper character sheet, you totally can. Hero Lab can print those out as well. But uh, I think the, the coolest way to use Hero Lab is definitely to have it on an iPad or on a laptop there at the game table. That's awesome. So like, how long has this program been out? It's actually going to be our 10-year uh, anniversary next year. Um, oh, we wow. started uh, we started back in 2000 right at the end of 2006 with um, support for the D20 system. Uh, since uh, over the the last kind of nine years, we've been adding we've added support for a number of different games. Um, using some Masterminds, uh, World of Darkness, uh, Shadowrun, Fourth and Fifth Edition, and uh, Pathfinder. And for Pathfinder, for example, we've been adding the data from the supplements as well. So uh, we don't just have the core data for Pathfinder. You can also buy add-ons for the Advanced Players Guide, for the Advanced Class Guide. Uh, if you picked up Occult Adventures, um, uh, the new Pathfinder supplement uh, this week, you can add that to Hero Lab and start using the new classes, the Occultist, the Mesmerist, the Medium. You can start using those all within Hero Lab and on the iPad. So what version are we sitting in now? Uh, right now, I think we're at version uh, 7.2 and then wow. version 12 of the data files. Uh, one of the so one of the um, the, the unusual things about, about Hero Lab is that the the actual program is separate from the game data, and so we update the program pretty rarely. But uh, every month for Pathfinder, for example, we do an update that includes uh, new packages, uh, content from new books that was added, uh, bug fixes. Uh, so this month this month's update, for example, for Pathfinder is going to have all of the advanced class data data. And the really nice thing about that is that let's say that you have a swashbuckler or a war priest or something that you built, you know, months ago using the advanced class guide and you're using that in the game. As soon as you install the update with the ACG errata in it, all those changes and description text changes, all those will just be automatically made to your character. So you don't have to do anything, just download and install the update and any errata, uh, all of those changes will be automatically applied. Wow, that is just a lot of information. It's awesome though. Yeah, we've had, uh, we had a lot of, so uh, we were actually at Gen Con just this last week and we had a character creation station up in the Pathfinder Society room. And all in our booth all weekend, we had people coming down and saying, hey, I saw, I saw Hero up in, up in the Pathfinder Society room, or I saw somebody you know, using it at a game table and wanting to know more about it. Um, and uh, we, I think that's, that's really cool because we're, let's say that you're a new gamer. Let's say you're new to, new to role-playing games. You can go to the uh, you can go to the Pathfinder Society room and um, get uh, get a character, but that's it. You're kind of stuck with that. You don't get a chance to customize things. With Hero Lab, uh, we'll walk you through all the phases of character creation. So we'll we'll point you to what you need to do next and make sure you don't do anything illegal for Pathfinder Society. So if you're new to the game or if you've played you know Pathfinder before, or uh, we also support Shadowrun missions, for example, um, we enforce all those regulations as well. So we're trying to be a user-friendly tool that makes it easy for people to uh, uh, to do stuff. It's it's kind of a big job because 
Pathfinder and Shadowrun and, and all those other games are, they can be complicated sometimes. Where, where Hero Lab excels is breaking down that complexity and making it as easy as possible to do the fun thing of making your character without having to be paging through rule books or trying to figure out how rules interact. So I'm curious, uh, on average, how long would you say it takes to uh, make a character? So your, your first time using Hero Lab or once you're kind of comfortable with the program? First time using Hero Labs. So the first time, it's, it's probably going to take longer than you think. Uh, one thing, so uh, at uh, PaizoCon a couple of years ago, I was watching people making their characters at the, at the character creation station there. And one thing that I saw them do was they would, they would be like, they'd have, their, they'd have a class, they'd um, choose, uh, choose their skills, and then they'd get to the, the, the list of feats. Um, so basically you have a, a tab for feats in Hero Lab where you can add your feats, you can add your crates. And they'd get to the list of feats and they'd spend, you know, 15 to 20 minutes probably just scrolling through that list of feats because they've, they've never before seen a list of not just all the feats from the core rulebook or the feats from Ultimate Combat, but here's a list of all the feats for Pathfinder. And the ones that you can or can't add to your character are, 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 are noted appropriately. And so you can go down that list and without without flipping through books and without having you know multiple windows open within uh, the Pathfinder reference document, you can see all of the feats that are valid for your character and you can go through them. And now that Pathfinder's been out for five years, so there are, there are hundreds of these things. And Hero Lab lets you go through all of them um, and see which ones are going to be uh, useful for your character and make the decisions of, oh, uh, this, this feat is going to be super cool for my character because it'll fit really nicely into my character concept. Um, it, it, we're going to make it as easy, as easy as possible for you to find that. Um, so anything from, depending on how fast you go, uh, anything from uh, 10 minutes up to an hour, if you're, if you're doing a lot of research or if you're doing something complicated. Um, once, you're, once you're proficient with the program, you can make a character in 10 to 15 minutes easy. Wow. Cool. An I, I'm just astounded by an hour. I mean, really. It takes... <laughs> That's like super, super detail in your character. You know, it's not uncommon uh, when I start like an RPG, let's say like uh, an Ideal Republic, I will spend an hour just like, oh, I'm just going to get the eyes right, and I'm going to get the hair right, and I'm yeah. going to get the body shape right. So I don't mind spending that kind of time on creating a character, because you're stuck with it the rest of the game. You might as well like it. You know, Well, still I, awesome. I know. I mean, there's several games out there, you know, like Mutants and Masterminds, or even the Hero System, where it's like super detailed like that, but... I just remember playing old games as starting where it's like, you know, the only thing that mattered was what race you were, what class you were, and that you had a really cool weapon that could do damage. Yeah. <laughs> and then you figured out the rest later. You know, it's like, you know, six months in, what color again? Uh, brown, I think. <laughs> what so, I hate is not. like, per se, like uh, the Old Republic RPG or MMO. You know, you get through half the game, you're like, okay, I am being driven freaking crazy that i don't have the right hair color i don't have the right eye color and it's a stupid stupid detail <laughs> but when you finally get to that dye pack like 40 levels later you're like finally i can start focusing on the gameplay <laughs> so one of the um one of the things that, that i like about hero lab so this actually came up when we were when i was working with my shadowrun group to make characters for the for the new game we were starting a month or two ago um the players i was working with weren't necessarily the most experienced they kind of, they, they'd played role-playing games before, but we were switching to a new edition of Shadowrun. And so um, there were some, uh, some things that were unfamiliar. And 
because Hero Lab basically did all the hard work and prompted you, to, prompted them to say, okay, first you go to this tab and you do this, and then you go to this tab and you pick your skills, and then you go to this other tab and you choose some knowledge skills, and then you go to this other tab and you pick your weapons. Basically, they were they were led through character creation, and so it's kind of like it's kind of like having having somebody who already knows how it works there to 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 lead you lead you on step by step. So you can do the cool things like figuring out, you know, oh, what, what is my character's background? What, what are my, my, you know, what, my eyes, my hair, what do I look like? You can spend more time doing all that and then less time just crunching the numbers for your character. It's cool. It's amazing. So we get to your website and there's an opportunity for people to download and do a free trial. What consists in the trial period? Is it a time trial? Is it limited options? What's in your trial? So the, there's a free demo on our website, uh, like you said, that is, so it's, uh, you can't save or print. Uh, so it's basically a try before you buy thing, but uh, you get access to uh, all the, the core data from a game. Um, so you can test out your lab with the core classes from the Pathfinder role-playing game, for example. Um, for Pathfinder, uh, we also include the uh, NPCs from the NPC codex, uh, some monsters from the B-theory, all that's available for you to use when you're testing stuff, and there are more available as, uh, as optional add-on packages. For the iPad, um, you can also download that. Uh, we include some sample characters of it, so you can try it out. Uh, that's free on the App Store, uh, and uh, so you can use that to, as a, an electronic character sheet. So you, uh, on the iPad, if you don't um, buy Hero Lab and have a Hero Lab license with it, you can you can't build a character, but you can use it during the game. So I can uh, still. Um, if I'm a barbarian, I can check a box and all my rage bonuses will be applied, for example. Or I can press a button and it'll roll my damage for me. So the, the, uh, on, on Windows and Mac, the, the free demo lets you uh, try stuff out and see how, see how you like Hero Lab. And then on the iPad, the free demo lets you use it as an electronic character sheet. So uh, when they go to buy the package, is it a la carte or do you get like package deals? How does that all work? Uh, so uh, after you, so you buy Hero Lab, uh, you've got the the core data for for one game, so Pathfinder, for example. Uh, we have some packages, so you can buy like the Beast Theory one through three together, uh, for example, and get a discount. Um, but most pack uh, most packages for the big books, like hardcover books, like the Advanced Players Guide, the Advanced Class Guide, those are just individual purchases of nine ninety nine each. Um, other books like. Um, uh, if you've seen the the campaign setting and player companion books for Pathfinder, those books they come out every month or so and they're fairly short. So typically you'll get three to five of of those books in a package together for for four ninety nine. Wow, very cool, saving deal. Well, um, how do we find you? Are you on social media? You on Facebook? Yep, uh, you can uh, search for us. We're Hero Lab on Facebook. You can look for us there. Uh, you can also hit our website at getherolab.com, download the free demo, uh, or search for Hero Lab on the uh, iOS App Store, and you can download Hero Lab for iPad. Very cool. We've also, uh, this, these last few months, we've also introduced some new features. We've got a, the, what we call the Encounter Library. Uh, you can add the Rise of the Rune Lords encounters, for example. Uh, just like you, you can buy the Beast Theory add-on or the Advanced Class Guide. Uh, you can now buy all of the Rise of the Rune Lords encounters or the encounters from Giant Slayer, Iron Gods. Uh, we'll be um, including the encounters from, uh, adding the encounters from Hell's Rebels as an available package uh, later this month or next month. So 
uh, we've done that. Well, we've also been adding some really cool features where, uh, for example, you can, um, if you're a druid who can wild shape, or if you're a, a wizard who can cast beast shape, um, you can pick which form you're going to shape shift into. Hero level will automatically apply all those bonuses and give you any special abilities that you that you need to uh, to, to, to use. So, for example, if you uh, if shape shift into a cheetah, there are some abilities that you that you do get and some that you don't. Um, you get the the bite and claw attacks, but you don't get a uh, the stealth bonus, for example. Um, Hero Lab uh, handles all that automatically, uh, so that you don't have to be uh, paging through the rules or have multiple things open in front of you with the different uh, animals you can shape shift into. Uh, Hero Lab will just do that for you automatically. That's really cool. It just takes all the bookwork out of it. Exactly. It lets you it lets you spend more time on the fun stuff. Doesn't feel like homework anymore. Well, fun <laughs> homework, but homework. <laughs> this is great. So we just got in. Me and Jess. Sorry, the traffic was bad. Just, just, just in the traffic uh, northbound in I-15 is pretty terrible. But we just got here. I'm taking a look at all of this uh, uh, stuff that you've been talking about. It's pretty awesome. I just started playing uh, uh, the Star Wars uh, RPG not too long ago, and it'd be so cool to have something like this for that. And so I have to imagine that this saves a lot of gamers a lot of time and then really helps you get down to the details of this. So it's pretty exciting stuff, guys. I like that a lot. Yeah, saves tons cool. of time. So this can be found on uh, wolfflare.com, or you can just uh, Google search for Hero Labs, and it pops up right at the top. So it's pretty easy to locate. Get on there, try that free trial, see how things work for you. Save yourself a lot of time so you guys can get into the game. So do you have any other questions we have, guys? Okay. I mean, no? I was just going to ask a question because I had to step away and ask. Did you guys ask where they can locate them? Locate yep. down and down. Okay, you guys are on the game. <laughs> Sorry, someone asked best. me. Someone that pulled me aside to ask a question. So no, that's awesome. I, the thing that I really like, you know, because I've been able to, I have it on my laptop and I've used it, is, you know, it, you get the detail of being able to create the character, but it's really quick. I, you know. As much as I love having gaming books, it's so annoying sitting here, okay, w having to flip through the pages because I don't have a photographic memory. I don't remember where everything is. And so it takes forever. This just like simplifies it. Everything's there. So it also pulls you out of the story a little bit when you have to go through those tactical parts, yeah. like flipping through a book because it's like, you know, pressing pause on a movie and then going to look for the reference for the movie and then like, continue the movie. Yeah. And it kind of pulls you out of the story a little bit. So it's nice yeah. to have something that just does that for you automatically. Like to allow IMDb you that. when you're watching a movie and you go, what is that? What else has he been in? Well, we got yes. to stop the whole thing. Yeah. So, you know, you know, it's awesome that you guys have made this and developed this. So, you know, I just want to say thank you because it, it's really awesome. And then, uh, you know, thanks for coming on the show this evening. Thank you. We're, uh, we're super happy to be helping people play role-playing games because... We, we like gaming. We want to uh, make sure as many people can play as possible. So thank you for having me. Find us on uh, getherolab.com. All right. There it is, getherolab.com. Everyone go go get this. It will make your gaming experience even more awesome. I'll let you so. get start playing. It's just nice <laughs> to be able to play faster. Yeah. It is the worst part, creating a character. And, and if you're that one guy that has to get a new character every gaming session, <laughs> this is gold, pure gold for you. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, Colin, you know, thanks for your time, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you again later. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of the con, guys. Oh, hey, should I stay on the line, or uh, am I good? No, you, you're good to go. Okay, perfect. Have okay. a good weekend. Have a good one. See ya. Well, that's All right. Pretty cool. Yeah, that, that is awesome. So, again, thanks for uh, Colin coming on uh, to talk about Hero Labs uh, with Lone Wolf Development.
again, seriously, I mean, if you are that guy that had, I mean, I, I know I had a gamer in my old group that literally came prepared with five to six characters every oh. gaming session because he knew he was going to die. And so this <laughs> would be beautiful for him. It would be perfect because now in that five, ten minutes that it takes, you know, to pull out and decide, you could be creating your own new character right then and there. If you're wondering, you get what present for uh, your friend that shows up to the RPG and not having decided who he wants to play as or what kind of stats that he wants, it'll save the entire group that kind of time. Yes. Because I've had that guy that shows up and we're all waiting for him <laughs> to get his character together. We've gotten pizza, we've eaten it all, and then we're finally started after he's ready, so... Yes. Time is almost like up. It was just a couple of weeks ago. It was. I it was, was the guy. You were the guy. Gamers in. Oh. oh. <laughs> yes. So for those of you that are local, uh, go check out Gamers in in Lehigh. I, I, some people think that in after that, it, it just it's gamers a and in and. Lehigh. No, yeah. it's in it's, like I N N. Yeah, there, there are two like gamers tavern. Or gamers in like located. Gamers hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Hotel six. <laughs> I mean, now, now comes the real fun part. We get to talk about geek stuff. I mean, not saying that Heroes Lab wasn't fun. Yeah, there is stuff. there is a lot of awesome stuff that came out. Oh, and I'm going to start off with this because I know it's something Jared wants to talk about. The new Deadpool trailer. Ah! Oh. Well, are we talking about the trailer to the trailer or the actual trailer? The actual... <laughs> I don't the, the I, I watched the actual trailer last night. Now, did and you watch the trailer to the trailer, though? No. Oh, well, that's you okay. watch that one. Too. Is fun. <laughs> but the trailer was awesome. I mean, Did you we, watch the normal trailer or the red trailer? The red. Okay. Yeah. So, so we're getting a really cool Deadpool movie. Oh yeah. Uh, they they're not pulling punches. No, they're making sure you know this is rated <laughs> R. <laughs> yeah. No, we we're definitely getting Deadpool, the Deadpool we deserve, the Deadpool we want, and it's going to be amazing. That and trailer got me so excited that I literally picked up the entire 2012 series of Deadpool yeah. again. Nice. I'm on issue 20 <laughs> since two days ago. <laughs> well, I was sold when they're, they're, they're carting Ryan Reynolds in, and he's like, can you please make the super suit not green or animated? Uh, yeah. You know, I was like, okay, sold. This is Deadpool. You know, it was perfect. I've watched that trailer so many times that last night I fell asleep and I had a dream about once again watching the trailer. Watching the trailer? <laughs> Very nice. You look like a topographical map of Utah. <laughs> Thanks for dropping us in there, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. That, that was awesome. Our state looks like an avocado and an older avocado. <laughs> we got it on. Yeah. So, uh, so I mean, there's there's a lot of cool stuff going on right now. Uh, so let's talk about it. I mean, uh, you got some? Yeah, uh, it was just announced today. I, mean, I think it announced a while ago, but they have a confirmation that we are getting an X Men TV series. Yeah. Oh. Really? And there's a lot of development going on in there. I'm reading the article as I'm speaking right now, but it looks like they have quite a bit of tread already on the series. I think it's coming out through Fox, obviously on thir oh, you know Fox 13 here. And uh, I'm pretty stoked. Is this an animated series? Or no, it looks to be live action. Oh, cool. Wow. Yeah. I'm down with be that. Competing yeah. with heroes. Apparently. You know, out of all the superhero <laughs> TV shows I've seen coming out lately, Gotham and Flash and all that kind of stuff, I think X-Men has the biggest potential it does. to be, you know, oriented towards TV. The storytelling works so well for television because of how many characters you have in the X-Men yeah. franchise. Yeah. Well, 
you know, and I'm going to have to say this. I haven't been a real big fan of Gotham. But seeing, <laughs> I know, but seeing the, the stuff that they have planned for season two, you know, the villains are on the rise in the second season. I, I can see some really fun things starting to happen. We got like one new villain every episode yeah, for 16 awesome. episodes. Was that not enough for Daniel? And we'll, <laughs> no. Build as a villain, we can expect it, and it's exciting. Yeah, well, more. Th- there's just some things that are still just not clicking with me. But the biggest thing I'm might, waiting for is to see season what happens two. with the Joker. I'm not yeah. quite sold on that Joker yet. I'm no, like, yeah, and neither yeah, am I. Yeah, too young. Yeah. I mean, well, he's got to he's got to be really close in age oh, with with Bruce Wayne. So I understand that, but the I feel like the Joker development should take a little bit longer. He's so young, and they're already giving him the entire personality of the Joker. Yeah. There's not room for a lot of character development, which is what you need with such an important villain. A lot of it happens later in his life. Yeah, too. when he, yeah. Most That's of his I development mean. happens at one certain part of his whole development. The Joker. Where's the character? Well, the character was a little bit neurotic and crazy, but it, was, it wasn't until he got dipped in the weird chemical that he really became crazy. And became the Joker, um, so I don't know. I, I I don't know where they're going with that character, because there's only so much the, you can do. Yeah, with 16 year old Joker. Yeah, I mean, when he goes to high school, we're gonna get it some crappy Disney well. version of of the Joker and follow his life of getting picked on. And that's how we all turn into the Joker. I yeah. mean, I don't know. I I'm happy with what we have. I mm-hmm. hope they don't try and push the envelope too much with him. Yeah. Well, that's what. Well, that's kind of one of the things because you've got you've got. You've got the Riddler, which is a lot older, and I love. And, I know you don't like it, Daniel, but I love what they're doing. With no, the I I like that character. Okay. I do I like it. that character. The thing is, is so you've got that character, which is like, oh wow, he is a really good solid Riddler. Then you got Penguin, which little different, but really good, yeah. a really yeah. good character. I think of it as a he's Penguin no, show because yeah. he's like the best villain they've got yeah. on that yeah. show, and, and he does not, it so well. I love that they did that instead of. You know, plug, trying to plug the Joker the mm-hmm. whole time. You got little, you know, little bitty, tiny mm-hmm. teases of the Joker. But like Penguin is the villain in the show for me, and not even Fish comes close. No, because Penguin is so manipulative, and he's such a he's such a baby. Yeah. yeah, he's such a baby, but at the same time, completely malicious. Evil. And I've never seen a coward so ballsy in my life. <laughs> to be yeah. completely honest, I mean oh. that's just what it is. But it's he, a great character. Yeah, he, they did a genius. No, Danny DeVito. He's not short and fat, but I tell you what, he completely—he just captures everything that you want Penguin well, to be. Even though he's not a Danny DeVito, he is still kind of a short guy. No, he's not. Compared to some of the other people, he is kind of short. This guy, the, than, the uh, penguin. Gordon. Yeah. He's short. Gordon short. Yeah, oh. the guy playing Gordon, Gordon is short. short. But yeah, uh, you know, Penguin's short, definitely. You know. Uh, I like that. I uh, the, the the little girl that they've got playing Selena Kyle. She bugs me. Her she face. Her There's face something about wrong. her face. It's her eyes are too far yeah, apart. So, yeah. I, I'm not she looks like Lord. She, like yeah. the, the artist Lord. Have you ever seen the hills me. have eyes? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was the girl, the Scarlet Cage oh, girl. Oh yeah. No, it's not. It's okay. Just, that's what she, well, it, it, another one that's impressed me is Ivy. I mean, they're she's not a lot in it oh, yet, but they're really creepy. developing her yeah. character. It's yeah. Taking time and. You can just see all the little, little things starting to, and the yeah, the little yeah, twists really and turns. And you're well, see, like, and that I like that character because yeah. you're seeing little. It's like little exactly. things that are poking, poking her in yeah. that direction. And, and the thing is, you can definitely tell between Katrina and her, like there's some moral dilemmas with Cat, but like with Boys and Ivy, she just seems evil. 
I like, like to think of, you just tell she's just yeah, not happy she's with not the world. Right there. Something happened in her life. It, it just, the, the switch has already been flipped and Katrina is still deciding. But like Dan said, it's nice just to see little hints here and there. I like to think of uh, villains like a monster in a monster movie. You want to see little hints of its of, of its existence. You want to know that it's there. You want to know that it's dangerous. But the 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 moment that you see the full CG character on screen ripping people's faces off with a tongue that projectiles out of its face, you're like, oh, I'm disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> it's not as good as I thought. So I like or the way they're approaching the with it. At the end of a horror film. That's what I'm saying. And it's CG. No. <laughs> yes. I thought you said venom. I was like, no, that no, was villain. That was disappointing. Yes. Yeah. Venom, venom was very that, that venom was a very disappointing. We'll never venom. have enough time to talk how much disappointment that. Come venom on, got. you <laughs> take that '70s show and you give him one of the biggest responsibilities of being one of the best villains of all time. Whose fault was Come this? Come on, we need to find him and beat <laughs> him up. Come so, on. So I have one thing to say. When I found out Topher was going to be Eddie Brock, I'm like, no. Did you cry a little bit? I did. I, I, cr- I yes. Because Eddie Brock is a big, beefy guy. He is not some little scrawny seventy show seventy show guy. <laughs> uh, you know, I I would have expected something like you know Dwayne the Rock Johnson coming in. You know, big muscles, because that's what Eddie Brock was. He was he lifted weights. He was a big uh, kind of a bodybuilder. He also came across as a wham-wham baby. He, well, yeah. yes, he and did. What's really aggravating for me is they've got him in this new movie, the one with uh, what's his face from uh, the Social Network. Mark. The spy one where he wakes up and he's like they activate oh, him as a spy. Uh, ultra American oh, or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they have him in this new and he's eccentric and smart assery, you know, incarnate. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm still so mad at him about Ben. <laughs> I'm like, this is like I don't even want to go see it because his face aggravates me. Oh, yeah. I saw him in that Predators a couple face. years later and he was good in that movie. He he's a good he actor. Well, and, he was just not right for Ben. Well, and and that it, wasn't his And fault. in that point role he Whoa. was kind of a darker guy and so he i i liked him in that role he was because, he had a joker-esque about him like he's he just kind of like playing oh, wait, jokes left and the right one, okay yeah. Yeah. Now I know by robert rodriguez yeah, yeah the one yeah, I know yeah. yeah. but yeah, he didn't he, play, he didn't play his normal topher grace role no, yeah. he he played something different and i when i went in and saw that i'm like wow this is if really he were cool. to play a bad guy, that's the kind of air he fits in. Yeah. Perfectly. Well, if you would have played that as Eddie Brock, wow, okay, I would have been sold. Now, the only problem with that movie I had was Adrian Brody and his Batman voice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it sounded it was, like... It was the same problem Venom in, in Spider-Man 3 as uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in Predators. Like, okay, we got this guy that needs to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's going to be replacing that hero. Who do we yeah. got? Adrian Brody. All right. Uh, <laughs> Any other suggestions? Maybe if he talks no. about it, it'll make uh, him No, bigger. that's the only guy we got. Okay, make him talk up. like Christian Bale in Batman. Yeah. Okay. Well, he has the beak, the it's bat beak time. to back it up. No, he's got the penguin beak. Oh, he's got the penguin beak. <laughs> oh, that's I yeah. love that clip in Family Guy where they're showing uh, Adrian Brody doing push-ups in 3D. And you see the side view of the audience freaking out as this like, giant oh. nose comes out of the screen <laughs> and back in again. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, so wait, let's reel it back in a little bit. I want to. I want to talk a little bit more about the X Men TV show. Yeah. What are some characters you guys would be really excited to see Gambit. more expanded? Yeah, I on? love Gambit. The Gambit would Gambit. be huge. Bro. Gambit would be huge. Now, one thing I did notice about that the Deadpool movie. The trailer you saw, Colossus. Colossus. Yeah. Even cooler in this yeah. movie than he did in X. I know. I'm sorry, but I, I yeah. love the Colossus. Colossus is a great character, yeah, but he him. always gets overshadowed. I mean, Russian guy, little sister's die, has an illness, and he's doing everything to save her. Gets mixed up with the wrong guys. I mean, 
that's a great story arc a for a TV well, that's series. Why I like these movies bringing in, you know, other characters because, for instance, in Captain America, you got to see a good heaping help of Falcon. Yeah. And I feel like that's the same thing's going to happen in Deadpool with Colossus. You okay. get to see more development of each of these characters. That would be cool. And that's what I love about comic book movies. It's like reading an issue. You want to know more about them, where yeah. they came from, where they're going. That's why I think TV is so perfect. No, TV is perfect for, for comic book characters, in my yeah. opinion. Because you can get, I mean, in one season, I mean, you've got, what, 20, on average, 26 episodes. Unless there's Dude, some, an hour long some story, of right? them are, are, are shorter. But you got 26 episodes to complete all these different story arcs and, you know, develop different characters. And so X-Men would be, uh, how many X-Men are there really that we you can... You could do one character per episode uh, yeah. for five seasons and still not have every character yeah. given an episode. Yeah, except, so much. X-Men's origins and just do except for right now, I'm putting a hard line, no Jubilee. Get rid of her. I hate the character. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> like the value of her. There's no value. I don't no know what that is. Her powers is she shoots out sparkling lights from her fingers. She that's shoots it. fireworks, basically. She shoots fireworks. Yeah, that's fingers. it. They well, don't. And she, she can't touch anything we can't electronic. We all pick our She's, superhero powers. She is, <laughs> I feel bad for she her. She is useful for Wolverine to have a caring side to always go rescue her because she's always yeah. getting in she's trouble. And Wolverine cares about little kids, and she's kind of a younger character. So Wolverine steps in to go rescue Joe Jubilee. All there should the be a movie about superheroes that just were given a really crappy power. <laughs> like in Family Guy, when Meg is given the ability to grow her fingernails. Yeah. And that's pretty much the only ability she <laughs> so, has. So, to so about. pretty much what you're saying, this movie is going to be like on Wreck-It Ralph, where they're in, you know, the in therapy. You know, all, all like the bad three. guys are in therapy. <laughs> yeah. But it's actually all right, welcome tonight as we discuss how you and your powers suck, and how <laughs> life is not as cool as you thought it would be when you got your superpowers. It's oh, like, who's first? It's like Sky High when they're doing like the oh, yeah. sidekick class. Sidekick! sidekick. You know, <laughs> what do you do? I turn into a puddle. Yeah. And, and what? That's, That's it. it. <laughs> I could shapeshift, but only into a gerbil. Yeah. <laughs> Give me pick. Get What's your superpower? I glow. I glow. <laughs> okay, are you doing it? I'm doing it now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would be like, okay, you know, you get your superpower, and it's, you can only make popsicles. Or blow bubbles. That's blow bubbles. Cool. <laughs> you can't throw the popsicle. As soon as you throw the popsicle away from you, it melts. It's only when it's within, like, six inches of you does it stay a popsicle. So how about bringing in the Morlocks? Morlocks would be cool. I mean, there, there are so many amazing villains with X-Men. Yeah, I mean, you don't need too. you don't need Magneto. Everything. There's the Morlocks. There's uh, the Starjammers. I mean, there's uh, the Brood. I mean, there's so many amazing villains well, you could do. The, the so Phoenix, many different story the, the arcs. Phoenix yeah. Story arc, the, yeah. No. The, I'm sorry. I, I say no. 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 No on the no Phoenix. I, Why? I, I think the Phoenix arc is a horrible storyline. What? It wasn't executed very well in X-Men 3, I'll give you that. But there's so much that can happen in a TV show with Phoenix. They rushed it way too fast. There's going to be so much more development. The thing with the Phoenix Force is it's this massive, universal force that can do anything and everything. And what happens? The person that gets it goes badass crazy and wants to destroy everything. It's like, the crap <laughs> and it and it generally goes to a female the power generally goes to a female yes it's a woman. but i just it's just like what is the point of this power this it's all teach encompassing power. absolute power corrupts absolutely that's the whole purpose of it, and right? it was and gene gray was the best of them all right 
We yeah. like to think of it as the Superman effect, where they're so powerful and so unstoppable that it comes to a point where it's like, eh, boring. Move <laughs> but, on. Well, but hey, again, slow down if you, on Superman. So okay. if, if you bring in the Phoenix Force, Jean Grey has to die. Yeah, in that timeline. Well, no, I mean, she's she's officially dead in the comic book series. They have not resurrected her. What? Yeah, she's been she's been killed. Yeah. She's been dead for nine years now. Well, it breaks my heart. Yeah. Hurtful. Shows how many comic books I've read in the last That's nine okay. years. <laughs> but I like the idea of them keeping these really really big characters in the background mm-hmm. and featuring some of the lesser known characters in the oh, foreground. Yeah, sure. Well, no, because I you still know that the other ones exist. You know of Wolverine. You know of Magneto. You know of Professor X. But at the same time, you give the other characters a little well, I mean, bit of room to shine. I mean, that's the same formula that they're doing with Gotham. It is. Uh, exactly, with their villains. I mean? And I, you know? enjoy, I really enjoy that, seeing more of characters that you, I mean, that you don't really get to see a lot of. They're just there, and they're not the focus. You know, it's, more fun. it's more fun to look in the background of a picture than to... And this is the other really cool thing. If they do this, and it's successful, unfortunately, it's coming to Fox, right? Yes. Yeah, so they've got so, like two tries before so, they get So asked. we're pretty <laughs> much guaranteed at least one season before it's canceled. Um, and Netflix and then will pick never it up, see, and never, we'll have an even better whatever, X-Men show. Fox won't give it up. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but if this is successful, there is a possibility we could see a season of Age of Apocalypse. Of what? Age of Apocalypse. Oh yeah. Oh that yeah. That is. I mean, that was. I mean, they brought that back. It's, but that was an amazing series. That could be really cool. Um, but again, it's Fox. If if it doesn't do very well, even if it's doing well. I mean, if I it doesn't meet their it, standards, they'll I can't throw it out the door. It doing anything below like exceptional and even their standards, because it's just there's so much material to work with. You'd have to be really incompetent to screw up an X Men TV show. I mean, you're right, but again, Fox is really ruled by numbers. I mean, look at Terra Nova; that was an exceptional TV series, really cool oh, dinosaurs. Chronicles. And then it's gone. Uh, we yeah. can, you know, Firefly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Careful! Whoa, whoa, whoa! It's eventually gonna come up. Yeah, that's a. It's still too soon. Okay. It's still um, too sensitive. <laughs> but I mean, it would be awesome. I would really love to see it. And they could do it really well. Um, Here's hoping. I, Here's for hoping I mean, especially yeah. with all the comic book TV shows there. Why not? I mean, seriously. It's a chance to jump into the mix. I mean, you've got WB. You've got ABC now with uh, Supergirl. Yep. You've got uh, so many different uh, superhero shows that, you know, Fox already has Gotham. And I, by the looks of it, renewing seasons over and over well, and over. Well, that. Look what Netflix well. is rolling out. I mean, it, yeah. we're going to be getting a new Marvel TV series every six months, it looks like. Well, really? Oh my gosh. That's their plan. What's the next one after uh, Daredevil that they're thinking about? So Jessica Jones is coming okay, out next. Okay. You know, and, and then that's, Luke Cage, right? Uh, and then Luke Cage. Um, I'm okay with Luke Cage. That'd be a good one. So, I mean... That's going to be cool. And not only that, Jessica Jones has but, David Tennant in there. So that that's going to pull in the Doctor Who fans. Iron Fist. Yeah, then the Iron Fist. So, I mean, we're, that's going to be pretty awesome. Then we have Netflix pulling in three live-action Star Wars films. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that, was a, that came out last week. So, I mean, how amazing is that? We're going to get Star Wars on TV. That's live-action, besides new films. I was so happy with Clone Wars, and then Rebels came out, and I'm so happy with Rebels, and they just keep exceeding my expectations. I love Star Wars TV. The only thing I am, I'm just shaking my head because it's like, it's taken 38 years to finally get a live-action Star Wars TV show. (laughs) Why? Well, Well, we all know why. 
they they did the smart thing and they waited for the nerd wave. Okay. Well, the biggest thing that is, is that that's Lucas correct. Lucas had what like thirty eight scripts or something. No, no, like three hundred scripts or something like that already made for this TV show. And he says, I have to wait for the technology to get to the point where we can produce these quality TV mm -hmm. programs. Right. You know, without uh, watering down the special effects, it's going to be very special effects heavy. Maybe thank God that all those scripts got canned because it would probably be the 100 episode Jar Jar Binks show. Right. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, now we've got a new generation under a new helm, under yeah. a new look yeah. of the J.J. Abrams uh, era. And we're going to get a TV show of that kind of style, which I'm just like, yeah, honestly, they just waited until we were aching. For it. I mean, it's been so long since anything Star Wars had come out. Right. I agree. Yeah. I disagree because aging. Star Wars is such a huge money bucket. Like it is. They well, I know, but Disney is utilizing that well. But they had to wait. Disney had to buy it before they could start mass producing all this. Well, stuff. correct, because that's because George Lucas had such a tight no, grip on yeah, it. He, he, he was he was really difficult to to uh, I think I'm not going to say sell it because he he did, but at the same time when he produced material and stuff, it was scrutinized like hardcore. Yeah. Why would he want to put himself in the position of doing a TV show all, you know, out of the blue and yeah. experience oh. the same stuff? Well, know? I think, he, you know, again, he's an artist. Yeah. And as every artist out there, they're very critical of themselves. And then when someone criticizes them, you might as well have just dumped the Empire State Building on them. <laughs> I mean, especially George Lucas. And so after one, two, and three not being as cool as everyone, I mean, well, two and three were okay. You know, but after doing those and everyone was just kind of mediocre, like, hey, those weren't that awesome. But, okay, we still got some cool Star Wars. You know, he started probably saying, eh, let's start not doing these other things. Cause, you know, and now Disney is like, dude, we, we got the money. We've, we Who cares? That's why <laughs> We're I think it's the best it. move Lucas could have ever done was giving it to Disney. Because now you've got people who can resurrect it and, and save yeah. You know the new Star Wars for everybody. Yeah. Well, I mean, so so because we're on Star Wars, there's a couple things. Uh, an article came out recently where uh, about Michael Jackson, he wanted to oh, be Jar Jar man. Binks. Yeah. I that <laughs> that would have been interesting. No. Yeah. <laughs> what? He really wanted to be Jar Jar Binks. Now, I would have felt uncomfortable the whole time. That, yeah. that, that, could, that could either be really creepy or Jar Jar would have busted out some moves. You know. Yeah. Well, there would have been some, and it still some would have been really grabbing, creepy. and it would have been still weird. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, you have a character that's specifically targeted towards children for this new Star Wars. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I might apply. I just, yeah. I don't know. I would have just been completely cringing in the theater. Oh, I mean, yeah. but I mean, at the same time, it would have been kind of cool. Yeah. Well, it, it would have given it can't get any worse. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're talking about Jar Jar. It definitely would have given a, a new meaning to a lot of the things he said. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see the new? Uh, Space battle, I guess not space battle, but air yes. battle for the Star Wars battle. battle yes. Amazing. Doesn't that look so it freaking does. cool? I have I have two things that I hope you guys can help me feel not so anxious about. One, where are the B wings and the Y wings? Seriously. Like I see A wings and I see X wings. I'm just waiting the whole so, time for B wings. So this is my. But those this, are space this, combat this, only, though, right? This is my thought. I don't know. No, because the Y wings and, and B wings are also bombers. Yeah. And they were featured uh, in that trailer. So this bombing is, the ATA. Yeah. This is my my thought. Either one, it's going to be a DLC, or two, Ooh. or it's or two. You have to achieve certain things to unlock those ships. Uh, I'd be okay with that. The DLC I, yeah. thing. I'm I so I hate sick. the DLC, but specialized unlocked content. I'm okay with that. You know, yeah. you got to do you got to do this mission and get so high of a score, and then that unlocks or something like that. Or I mean, I'd even like to see you know tie defenders and stuff like that on the Empire side oh, yeah. too. And uh, you know, it's 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 weird coming back and seeing Battlefront again after so many years. 
And I almost feel like in some cases they took a step back, but a huge step forward yeah. in what modern gaming is. Oh, yeah. It's so just... hard for me as a hardcore classic Battlefront player to be like, all right. There's no more bases to take over. Yeah. Where's, you know, uh, uh, everything that made the first game functional, you know. And yeah. I'm, I'm still going to play it. I think I'm going to enjoy the crap out of it. But I'm hesitant because it's missing some of the things that I really, really loved in the first couple games. So is is Conquest maybe not an unlockable well, I thought, feature? I thought I heard it was going to be in there. Conquest? I'm thinking of uh, um, the feature where you go and uh, checkpoints, whatever, they, whatever they're called. Yeah, the bases you have to take over. Those yeah. are gone. Okay. The main the main functionality of Battlefront was to go take uh take control of a command point. The command points or bases or whatever. Manpower yeah. Over yeah. Flag, yeah. Right? yeah. And that's not even in the game. And I'm like, that's what the whole other two games are based on. Yeah. I don't know. Modern there gaming is so much more high paced. The battle. Yeah. yeah. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, but again, modern gaming. I mean, we talked about this before. There's these kids that have the reflexes of a freaking like marine, you know, <laughs> shooting in battlefield oh, yeah? right now, and they have to appeal to that audience as well. Which me as an old gamer, I'm just gonna get so. So basically, shredded. this is what you're going to see when we're playing. When when we're playing, I don't know about YouTube, but when Jared and I are playing Battlefront, we're gonna be you know running around trying to shoot things, and we're gonna be seeing stormtroopers jumping around, shooting people in the head like Deadpool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because no that's, that's what the combat <laughs> reflexes of these other kids have. It's like it's crazy. Yeah. Um, it's, playing Battlefield for the first time. I, I have never played games like that. I remember mm -hmm. the first time I was with my brother, who's one of like the ranked Battlefield players in the nation. And uh, he's on my team. All the bad guys are coming towards me. I'm about to die. And then I just see this massive explosion and almost like waves of bodies flying away from me <laughs> as my brother runs down the middle of the chaos. I'm like, <laughs> I could never even imagine how oh, you yeah. pulled that off. <laughs> and now they're bringing it to my favorite game, Battlefront. Yeah. <laughs> so I, hope, I hope things work out. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's time to find the good old game genie. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> and make sure it hooks up to my new game system. Yeah, it's That's all about a, the controller. It's yeah. all about the controller. That's, That's the reason say. I'm not getting rid of my Xbox 360 because it can still play the old Battlefront game. Yeah, yeah like yeah. exclusively for Battlefront is why I'm keeping that console. But hmm, I do have both those games. Yeah, yeah my, me too. We may have to play that all the time. Getting ready. So, yeah. But uh, another cool thing J.J. Uh, Abrams announced is no midichlorians in ooh, The Force ooh, Awakens. Ooh, ooh, ooh. He is scrapping that. He, I'm so behind this idea. The way he is he's doing this is only the original trilogy is canon. Wow. Isn't that awesome? That That nice. is. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. I mean, awesome. Give me your awesome face. We, we, don't yeah. have, we, we don't have the midichlorians to worry about anymore. The, the force the, is a mystic force again. Wait. It's cool. It's the force? It's the force. <laughs> it's not these little microbes that are crawling around inside of us. That makes me so happy. That's just creepy. Even as a child, and again, generation gap about to be approached <laughs> here, but when I watched The Phantom Menace for the first time, and I was maybe, uh -huh. what, like 10, 11 years old, something like that. And they told me, <laughs> everybody, everybody, <laughs> shut up. I know. I know what's coming. And they told us. I've that been out of high little, school for two years. <laughs> <laughs> there were these little cells sorry, and these little molecules that create yeah. the force. I was like, bull freaking crap. I'm 11 years old, and I know that's not how the force works. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was just Qui-Gon Jinn's crazy theories. That's, that's how what they should say in the new trilogy. That's how we're like, going to oh, pull that off. was just Qui-Gon. He was off his rock. That was Qui-Gon, and he, had, he he was weird. But then again, he he did he did figure out how to sur survive not dying, you know, becoming one with the force. So he force, wasn't all so. crazy, but he was pretty crazy. Well, I mean, and you know what, though? Obi-Wan agreed with him. 
Mm-hmm. Obi Wan's just as crazy. Well, <laughs> Obi Wan agreed with him because it was his master and he was being respectful. Oh yeah, that's, that's, that's how Anakin it would be. Done that every once in a while. And then, and or maybe the midichlorians are why Anakin is so whiny. <laughs> maybe the midichlorians aren't really the force but they're this weird parasite that feeds on the force makes them all whiny and those that have a lot of midichlorians they go into a menopausal state they're constantly having hot flashes which will explain why he bursts into flames later and and he has temper tantrums like a two-year-old that'll do it yeah wow my wife has said midichlorians. That makes more midichlorians. Sense. That's what it is. That's what that thing that happens every now and then. Go uh, talk to the doctor now. I think my wife has midichlorians. Can we talk about this? We need to get get this fixed before she busts into flames. No, I mean, I honestly think that's really cool because that was one of the really cool things about the Jedi's in the Force is this really unknown power that they somehow tapped into in the universe that gave them these abilities. And then to go and say, no, it's just is like this magical count of these these things. What was Lucas uh, thinking? Well, <laughs> I think it was the time, too, because that's at the point where everybody was explaining everything. Well, I think that's what it what really was. He's like, okay, he was caving in. I need to give some scientific explanation why what? this happens. Yeah. And I need to, you know, I, I have to assume that everyone watching is stupid. They spoon fed us some bull crap. Yeah. And, I know. you know, it made it so much more cooler that it was just for this ability out there that <laughs> not everyone had. That's, you know, it's like superheroes. You know, X Men. Not everyone's a mutant. That's cool. Do we need an explanation why? Nope. No. It just happens. <laughs> we don't know why. Some people want an explanation. Okay. Those yeah. people can. We know it's the a father's books. fault, right? <laughs> it's a mutation. It's a yeah. It's, it's some gene that came That's down. The yeah. I love that choice by Abrams, though. That's awesome. Because no, if you look that, at the the difference, or not the the references in the original trilogy to the to the new trilogy, there's very minimal. It's like, oh, the Clone Wars back then, then Obi Wan can like he just he references it like two times. Yeah. And that's it. I think that's all we really need in the new trilogy as well. Like, just if you're gonna reference the 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 um the movies. Reference it as much as the original trilogy did to the prequels, and that's all you really well, need. See, and that's the other thing I think is brilliant with getting rid of the, the prequels is because they contradict each other so badly. So much. I mean, that, that first scene with Ben and he, Kenobi and he's talking does not match what the Clone Wars that we saw looked like. I mean, yes, it was still cool to see all that. It was cool to see Jedis fighting and rolling the lightsabers around. Right. I still will watch them. Even the first one with Jar Jar Binks. But I want to see some really cool old school Star Wars. And I think that's what we're going to get. I mean, the fact that you see scenes of the X-Wings flying over a lake. Yeah. And you, you have them going, woohoo! Who wouldn't? Yeah. I mean, that's it perfect. Feels so authentic. Yeah. yeah. So, um, kind of moving on because buzzing through time. So, uh. The Hobbit, the Battle of the Five Armies, uh, the extended edition, is because they're re-releasing the extended editions out into the theaters to watch. It sounds like with the extended editions added on, it might get an R rating. Yeah! What? Yeah. So, For real. Well, come on. It's a freaking battle with five armies. It better get bloody and nasty. <laughs> it's violent, yes. So, definitely not I the love Hobbit that. sex. Yeah. It's definitely the violence. Sorry, there, it's going to be R <laughs> 
for violence, <laughs> not because the dwarf and the elf are getting it on, oh. which is just weird. Just yeah, it's so much weird. tension, though, Bummer. dude. We're all waiting I, for it. And don't it never judge. Happens. That's not even in the story. <laughs> <laughs> Peter <laughs> Jackson just put that. it in there so he could get uh, what's her name. Lily in there. I, I like that, that idea though of it becoming more authentic and, and oh, becoming more violent because that. like no that too. But uh, <laughs> I I as an individual feel like I have given uh, Peter Jackson way too much of my time here on Earth. Oh my gosh. Wait a minute, wait a minute. This is the guy that's spent how much time given how much time to George Lucas? George Lucas, <laughs> I have signed my soul to. And I'm totally okay. fine with it. So that explains I, how I he's got the awards. And watching the extended editions of the Lord of the Rings like maybe once a year, and that's yeah. totally cool. But, yeah, but what happened with the uh, is not as exciting. I know, but think about what happened with uh, the Wolverine, uh, the, okay. the film from a couple of years ago. It yeah. was really cool in the cinema, but when it came out on DVD and the real grittiness of the action and oh, the, yeah. and the the gruesome uh, uh, dismemberments and stuff like that were actually included, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It all kind of glues together now. Well, that's how Wolverine sense. should be. Well, right? yeah. Already given them eight hours. He's living sorts. To have <laughs> an extended version added on. Okay, all I, is, all I can I say... I watch Star Wars all the way through way often. All we know now is it day. is literally going to take a full weekend to watch The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings from now on. That's a week. It is a weekend party. Wait, Let's go. Extended versions of all, right? Of all that's, of them, yeah. How much, is the, how much does the original yeah. Lord of the Rings films come out to extended all the way through it's all like three of them? Nine hours? Oh, is it 15 really? hours. Just just crap. I almost said a swear. Well, no. <laughs> no, it's like no, four it's, hours each, right? Well, it's over Three. four hours. Here, let me look it up. <laughs> but then we also have the special features, which we cannot deny. You so cannot we're, deny. Not, we're not just like, talking. Towers, we're not just talking. Wake up in the morning and spend a work day worth of hours watching The Hobbit or and The Lord of the Rings. We're talking. You wake up in the morning. You get your Batman PJs on and your cereal. You <laughs> why, sit down. Why in front were of, you awake and you weren't wearing PJs? Well, okay. So <laughs> I already, I already have my PJs we, on. We don't want to talk about I was wearing my Lord of the Rings shot. PJs in anticipation of whatever. And then you change the back. And you got it. Yes. Dirty whore. Yes. I need to change it up a little bit. You spend the entire day watching Lord of the Rings, and then you have to wake up and do it again. Okay, so I was I incorrect. Cool, the all so the Lord of the Rings extended edition. Drum roll, please. So the. Well, the edited version is 11 hours and 23 minutes to watch all three of those. So it is it is 13 hours and 45 minutes. For, 13 for hours. Yeah. Wow. So that's just Lord of the Rings. I'm looking at you, babe. Let's do it tomorrow. Yeah, fine, Let's but we're not find doing some time. No, we're doing The Hobbit. It's there now. I think The it's Hobbit... Like the, it's like the prequels. You just got to do Honestly, it. Honestly, The Hobbit story is do it. better. In my opinion, I enjoy it more than the sure, whole Lord of the Rings. Three hours long but then, long. but at the same time, the, the, the Hobbit was very direct, and it didn't wind all over the place like the Lord of the Rings books. So, Well, I mean, you're talking about 300 pages of story here. Right. Yeah, well, I know. <laughs> when they first too far announced the that. movies, wasn't it supposed to only be two films? It was, and then they branched it off because they added more Money. content too. Yeah. So well, that it, so, so everything mat, so everything linked to the the Lord of the Rings book, which is stuff that you get in the Cimmerillion and the, the There and Back Again book. So there's a lot of stuff that is going on during the Hobbit book, but you don't see that because that was originally a children's story. And then the other ones were more adult and then linked everything. 
So Peter Jackson incorporated all that so that it Do worked. Do you think those films would have been better had they been compressed into just the two as originally? Intended? I honestly, okay, so my opinion is we they could have done two, but it, even going with the three formula where they cut the second movie was a horrible spot. I oh, think yeah. they should have been cut when Smog died. The whole cutting when he Spoiler flies. What? Everyone knows that. If you don't, then where the crap have you been living? Because this book has been around longer than I have. Well, okay. okay the the cartoon has been the around cart- longer. No, the cartoon's been around around as long as I have. Oh, okay. Officially, but um, but no, I mean, literally, that that was a really bad place to cut, in my opinion. If you would have cut where Smog died, you could have still gone on with a whole entire. Yeah, they were like, oh, let's have the great uh, cliffhanger effect, and they'll have yeah. to come back to see the third. We've already been through two. Of course we're going to come back because, and see the third. No, no, no. They just wanted to put Benedict in the, in the, credits, in the for, credits twice. For, for that yeah. one for scene. Get, get the people in. <laughs> it, that, it just it, it felt like his death, the, the, the death of the dragon, was nothing. Yeah. And, and that was a huge Titanic moment. If there's one well, reason it was to nothing. read The Hobbit, it's for that moment. On the eating party yeah. at the beginning of the first film. Yeah. They well, and it's killing a dragon. <laughs> I know. And, and that's supposed to be huge. <laughs> a dragon. I, I mean, this massive dragon. And it's like, it's How done in 10 feel? minutes. And How did you feel walking out of the cinema after seeing the second film with no execution of smog? No, no oh, killing of smog. Like, well, okay. Why? So when like, I when, when I saw the movie... And saw, you know, the, what was going on in in Erebor. It was cool. I, it was cool. But then the dragon goes out, and I'm like, okay, this is the moment. And then credits roll. I'm like, what the? Bu-? <laughs> when it starts in the third movie, it takes all of like five minutes to get rid of That's smog. It. Just yeah. like, it's actually nine minutes and twelve seconds. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. No. But literally, it's like, what? We had to say goodbye to Frodo thirteen times in the third film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still yeah. Here. Still here. Yeah. I mean, that's it's just it's things like that. It's like, what? You know, you got to think. Where, where's what's going on? Hollywood, if you're listening, take our advice and just look at the format of your film before you execute. Please. That was massively disappointing. It, it definitely was. If you watch it like together, like if I were to take them in if my I computer wa- and glue here. them together, I think I'd be like, okay. Yeah, all no, right, I mean, if I was sitting fine. down watching all three movies, I wouldn't have a problem. But when it came out, but when it came out, yeah. it's a really bad spot. You know, okay, so let's let's take the the last two Harry Potter movies. You know, that was one book, but they split it. I think they did a great job in where they ended. Oh yeah, you know, where Voldemort. Gets the Elder Wand and throws it up, and Even the lightning comes down. The part one was boring as balls. Yeah, it oh, yeah. still Aww. ended in the right place. Yeah, that was a beautiful place to cl- to stop because you had this moment. They're like, "Oh man, I need to see the end." And Voldemort executed his end goal. And the so, proper anticipation yeah. was executed. I, yeah. I completely agree with that. So, for sure. Hey, that was beautiful. That yeah, was. I'm not a huge fan of those those movies. At all, hey, but whoa, that you're sitting way too close to me. To that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wizards don't whoa. use wands. You know what? They don't need it to execute magic. Those are word. witches. Uh, <laughs> that's a ruin in that, England. That is Brits. not. I, you know what? We're not having this discussion. 
We'll, we'll hash it out later. It's like, a, uh, Mystic Huffs. All right. This is, it sounds like we've, we've gotten into Pacific Rim realm again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's what we're watching tonight. Yes. Your face going to the wall. We are not watching. Whoa. The so, by the way, the there's a really... So, after this, there's a really cool game company that's kickstarting a mech game where you have your characters that jump into mechs and beat each other up. we got to go look at it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm totally down. <laughs> we get, like, a monster DLC to go with that? Because then that'd be perfect. Yeah, that would be awesome. So um, besides that, there's another cool thing that uh, is kind of being announced, but kind of why uh, there's going to be another Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Yay! What? There is. Always yeah. accept this. So uh, I think we're the only person that screamed yay. Jack, the like, Jackie, <laughs> they're bringing back Jackie Earl Haley. So uh, this is going to be interesting. I'm so excited! Uh, I will say this: My what the Michael Michael series. Bay did the last one? Is that right? Michael Bay did the last uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, I, think I think he was a producer in it. At least. Rooney Mara, yeah. And uh, I didn't hate it. I did not hate it. Uh, it was, it was good it, enough. I watched it a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, I don't remember this being that as good as it. It's not great, but I remember being. This I, I didn't it. enjoy My it as much. Were so low going in. I came out. I was like, it was enough to be a good Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Yeah. You know, Watchmen. What's his name? Rushak. Yeah, J- J- yeah, Jackie Earhart. Yeah. Is equally as creepy to me as a human being mm-hmm. as Robert England, and I felt like, they, they, I mean, it wasn't horrible. I didn't love the makeup as much as I like the original Friday Thirteen makeup, but it, it was still it was really good. I love the story behind it much better. It was it was lacking in several aspects of yeah, character development. Yeah. We'll but give it that. For but me, it was great. But I just—it's a B movie. What do you want? Time, <laughs> anytime I get to see Freddy Krueger, I'm in love. I don't care. You can remake it. I don't know. See, this is me. Make it creepy, make it dark. When I was a kid, my uncle subjected me to hundreds (laughs) of horror movies. Uh, I think between third and fourth grade, I watched, we watched eight to ten horror movies a day. Um, I kind of got desensitized. (laughs) Nightmare on Elm Street is one of those movies that I remember as a kid creeping me out. Now, the reason it creeped me out, everyone teases me about, I'll admit it. You know, I watched Freddy Krueger slash people open, blood flying everywhere, no Johnny Depp dying. No problem. What creeped me out is watching a tongue come oh, out phone. of the phone. Oh, yeah. yes. I could not answer a phone for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I was afraid <laughs> some tongue would come out. That was amazing. Um, he doesn't have, even carry a phone now. You, you can't reach him. He's terrified. He doesn't even I actually phone. don't have a home phone. <laughs> I have a cell phone. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, really far but away. because of it, you know, and it's little things like that that creeps me out. Um, you know, uh, old Hitchcock movies creep me out because you don't see the oh, yeah. death stuff. Everything is off screen. You hear it or you see silhouettes of it. That creeps me out. Um, your imagination is freaked up as mine. Then, well, yeah, uh, that's pretty horrendous. That's where I get freaked out is my imagination kicks I in. I can come up with some you pretty know, horrendous Darkness things. Falls. That movie I love. And I'm not a big horror fan. It's because everything, (laughs) you hear it behind you. The monster takes everything off screen, and you hear screams and crunching, and it's just so awesome. And then my brain kicks in. It's like, I could just, like, you know, it's like that creature's tearing it apart. Who cares if they could make that visually appear? It's still not as cool as my brain's making it. Yeah. For me, the the scariest part of Nightmare on Elm Street was when, and I'm not sure if this was Johnny Depp's character or not, but it will be implanted in my brain to the day I die. It was probably like the third grade, second, third grade when I saw it. 
when he cuts open the tendons and he he cut pulls the tendons oh and makes it makes the and makes oh. a marionette puppet out of him I th- that, that, I think that, that was uh number three dream masters yeah. That for me. That was creepy. I will give that you that one. That started me on a roll of writing some really messed up screenplays. Yes, that, that it was so. It was. I had to like desensitize myself the first time I saw it. Being, you know, my daughter's age now, it was like, oh my gosh, this is. Uh, uh, yeah, she's not kidding anatomy. about the screenplay. She hands it to me. She's like, you want to read this over? Tell me what you think. I was like, okay, I just finished. I think I'm gonna go commit suicide. <laughs> no, well, I mean, honestly, th- they were creepy. They were really creepy. Um, Oh, you're just noticing like the pins? Buttons, dude. Yeah, I like our. We need more right buttons. Um, we need more plus twenties. Yes, plus twenty depends. So, uh, I mean, some other cool stuff. Uh, oh, no, wait, before it, we leave, I just wanted to say, if go we ahead. can rally behind another reboot, I yes, want to see another Freddy versus Jason. Oh yeah, yeah okay, like a, a better version. One, I would I say. More, and like a different one. No, I don't. I don't want another. Freddy versus Jason was bad i mean well i'll say it's, it's bad a bad movie it was a horrible Not movie <laughs> but it was hilarious it oh, was yeah. funny and that's i mean that's the reason you went because it was they i mean they they knew that they couldn't make it amazing it was like all the most recent jason movies those last few were awful and they were yeah. i mean it, they looked like they knew it too they were just putting them together just to make people laugh well and one i would love to see is if they do do a a, a reboot is freddie versus jason versus ash you know, from Army, yes. from Army of Darkness, or even <laughs> yeah. throwing a Predator. Who cares? Yeah. Bruce Campbell's in there. It's amazing. <laughs> you know, he is Love doing it. the new, you know, Evil Dead TV series, so that's going to be that awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah, I'm and excited. On that note, take another Freddy versus Jason movie, Hollywood, and I will not complain about another Alien versus Predator. Uh, uh, as long uh, as Adrian if, wrote, if they uh, don't do two again, I won't complain. If they don't do Requiem again. I'm totally fine with that. Bring back the Pred Alien and make him cooler. Yeah, no, see, I like those movies. I, I've enjoyed those. Uh, I know we're getting a new Alien movie, yes, but, they're, yes. but they're scrapping the last Alien movie they made. That's totally fine with me. And, and the, I think, I think they're only keeping one, one and, two and two as canon and getting rid of the other two, which I'm, I'm cool with. Yeah. You know, I like the third one okay, but if you're going straight okay. off of the first two, it, there's nothing that they can do to ruin yeah. it. Yeah. It has I a banister like, in it. I mean, the second one I think was a was probably the best. It's, oh yeah, out of all the uh, Alien films, even Predator, if you want to throw that in there, it's Alien. The is it is it is the only James too. Cameron movie that I actually like. I don't know. I mean, Alien was pretty good. I mean, you got that scene where Alien. Pops up no, Alien that, was good. That but was if really I were, Scott, but if oh. I if I were to choose out of the two, number the second one is my favorite. I it agree. just it's got everything in there. Yes, it's true. You know, and you really I feel get the to same see... way about Terminator. James Cameron just knew what he was doing with that sequel. And, and that, okay, so you're yeah, that one I like too. I, you know, uh, I don't know about the new one. I haven't seen it. You know, Salvation was pretty good. Um, that the one before that one. Oh, what was? It? Have you seen the screenshot for uh, the new Alien film with no, Ripley and the tech and everything in the background? I'm like, yes, yes. Yes, he gets the he gets the atmosphere, he gets the mood. I mean, yeah. like, I I really I will watch Alien Resurrection just because it's part of the franchise. Mm-hmm. It does not feel like an alien movie. No, it at doesn't. All. It feels like Dead Space meets Alien, well, which sounds cooler than what it. The only be. thing I want to know is how are they going to explain the huge time gap? Because let's face it, Sigourney Weaver is not young. She's old, man. She she's gotten up there. They're going to do like we were doing all the actors. They're just going to make them CGI. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, they could. I mean, honestly, because they did get genocide out into space. You know, maybe that's what. So, I mean, we we got to get rid of Newt. She know we know she's dead, obviously, because otherwise yeah, she's. She might not be. She dies in the third one. Well, or maybe she's not, but she's going to be really a lot older. 
Um, <laughs> you think Bishop will be there? Because his mean, head made it back. <laughs> that, but see, that's the problem. Androids don't age. They do not. <laughs> that guy aged. He's, he's, old. <laughs> he's old. Again, there's this wonderful thing called CGI. It looks fake. Hey, have <laughs> you seen Douglas. Genesis? Michael Douglas looked pretty Oh, yeah. Good. Have you seen yeah, the new man. Terminator? I haven't, though. That one looked pretty amazing. Okay. Arnold looked pretty, pretty, like, it looked almost like they took the image from the old movie and just well, I'm sure that's what they plugged did. him in. Okay. They did that in Salvation, too. That was their first try at it. Yeah. The uh, well, actor see, I... playing him was uh, Roland Kickinger. Oh, okay. And uh, all they did was they made a 3D map of Arnie's face and just right on top oh, of okay. Roland, and it looked awesome. Huh. But maybe, to, I don't know, we'll see an alien. I'll have to go but back and look at it. I have to assume that they're going to do the same thing that maybe Star Wars is doing. It's like, hey, everyone's old all of a sudden. Why? Well, maybe the aliens were taken care of and quote-unquote taken care of, and we haven't had to use Ripley in forever. And then all of a sudden, oh, no, they're back. Yeah. And now we have to bring back Ripley, and now she's old. I mean, there's a lot of ways they can spin on it. No, Either I, mean, way, it I, would I, wanna, so I would love to see their explanation for it. I'm not that I'm not going to see the movie. It's still going to be awesome. You know, and Star Wars, there's there's a valid explanation. It's been 20 years. I mean, face it, trying to say it's, oh, it's been six months after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah that's not going to fly with how yeah, old. And we're going to be sitting in the cinema watching the new Alien movie, and it's going to fade, like, the, the titles and then fade out. And then underneath, it's going to fade 20 years from this date. We're going to be like, oh, they, they figured it out. It yeah. was not as complicated as what it, we thought. Yeah, it's, probably, <laughs> it's really not going to be. And she's probably floating in some space cap capsule and... Oh, look, we found her. Hey. Weird. Yeah. Your family's dead. Oh, well, sorry. <laughs> yeah. You've been floating around in space for the last hundred years. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Who knows? You who know what knows? else happened since yes. the last show that we were talking about on the last show, but now it's it's news again? Yes. Uh, Channing Tatum, I guess, is playing games. Oh, yeah, yeah. I he saw that. changed his mind. Like, literally, like, a day or two later after yeah. we talked about it on the last show. It's confirmed he's Gambit. And it's like, big. what the crap? It's like I, I I'm starting to wonder if that was a publicity stunt. Maybe. So that they they get some more interest because it's too it was, early to be a publicity thing though. It was just really weird that that goat went everywhere and then suddenly it's like no he he signed on he's good. I prayed on it. I, I mean, want to be Gambit. <laughs> I mean, in my mind is like why would I mean why would you show up to San Diego Comic Con if you were not 100 percent sure? I mean that that's like career suicide in my opinion. I think there was opinion. like a miscommunication somewhere. Maybe. Some agent was like, I could be big if I'm the first person to bring this to the news. You know, I just, yeah. I don't know. But I'm excited. Oh, here's a picture that gave him long hair to see what he would look like as Gambit. Yeah. No. That looks horrible. No. Maybe what they'll do, babe, is yeah. the same transformation kind of style that Christian Bale did for that uh, movie. Uh, what was it? The, the, yeah, yeah, where he's the 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 machinist, the, yeah. the machinist. Like he he seriously slimmed the crap down yeah. in like yeah. no time flat. Well, so such it's, a beautiful man. I just I know, well, and, I and can they see, can they you know, can do Gambit without the long hair because a lot of in the comic books a lot of time you see Gambit and he's got a ponytail on the back. Yeah. he's got no, he's got no, the weird no, thing, and so he could have he's kind of he. <laughs> face yeah. it, Gambit kind of has a mullet. Uh, no, he does. He does. Yes. No, He's Cajun. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be a weird. Um, that was a mullet. Crazy. Mullet. Look at some of the the, of the older no Gambit. Older right, Gambit. Right, right, Newer stuff. You're right. Hey, they hey, show a lot go. of his hair. Here we go. Oh yeah, that, that could one work. Actually, looks more like. Yeah, that could work. That could work. Kind of yeah, I, think he's, I think he's got potential. He's a good enough actor that if they don't screw it up in the screenplay, I think he'll do okay. They give him those red eyes. He's, he is a decent actor. He's not 
the best. He's a funny. He's a funny actor. He is funny, he and and Gambit does have some coward. funny moment. He can be serious. Um, he just has to be charismatic. He, as long as he he keeps his shirt on, we're good. Yes, please. And <laughs> as long as he doesn't think he's a GI Joe, we're safe. Because well, he was know. a horrible Duke. <laughs> horrible, horrible Duke. Um, hey, so I want to take some bets with you guys real quick. Sure. So I am taking the. I'm walking the plank today. And I will be a viewer of the new Fantastic Four film, so we can review it on fandom. What are your expectations for Fantastic Four? Um, <laughs> Doctor Doom is probably going to be better than Julian McMahon's Doctor Doom. Agreed. Uh, I like how they're going into a different uh, dimension. plane. Their dimension. Yeah. I like that instead of outer space. Okay, so. I'm not a fan of what of what, the, of what they've done. I'm not a fan of Fantastic Four, but this is my. I'm just going to gamble. It's probably going to be a lot better than we expect, and it's going to be a lot better than the previous two Fantastic Fours we've gotten, even though they've changed a lot. I think so I think it's because of the first two movies that they were going to have a better movie because they saw all the horrible things they did, mm-hmm. and then they're going to do better. Now, Here's my counter. I feel like they saw all the things they did in the previous two, and they're like, okay, we got to change this. Let's turn this knob a little bit. Yeah. And then the producer was like, no, we got to turn it all the, the knob all the way and rip it off. You know, yeah. I'm just like, no, wait, wait, hold on. You need, it does need to be a little darker, but let's not lose our heads here. The reason I'm skeptical is because when it screened at the test screening uh, to get, you know, a lot of input and stuff like that, it screened so bad that they had to go, that they had to go reshoot like a third of the movie and then come back and rescreen it again. And they haven't had much time to do any more test screenings. No, this I, is I it. I've heard the critics hadn't even seen it. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't even let the critics. No, well, today is the first day most yeah. people are seeing it, even critics. Yeah. And that's usually also a red flag. It, it, if they, if they it don't definitely allow, is. Everybody know how bad it is. So, <laughs> honest, okay, so, so from a filmmaker standpoint, there's a lot of red flags for me. I'm going to, I, I'm expecting yeah, crap, I hope, but I hope, hope it proves me wrong. The best, you know? Again, I hope that it's better, but, I'm not. Is there anyone here that's willing to bet that it's going to be pretty decent? Or are we all in the same boat? I'm willing uh, to bet it'll go good. I think it'll be fun. What is the bet? What's the bet? I don't know. Uh, respect? I don't know. Respect. <laughs> so, Scott, you are going to get a plus one I'll respect put, I'll put a dollar down on this. I got a dollar. <laughs> I'll totally put a dollar down. A dollar down. We're doing this, guys. Down. We're doing a, dirt, a nerd... It's Rally right now. Guilty because like I want bet. it to be good, but I think it's gonna blow. Because <laughs> I like all the actors. I don't know. I I, I really am not. Wow. Hey guys, certain. just so you know, we're gonna take a picture of the money that's scattered across. The <laughs> I don't, think, I don't even think I have a dollar on me. Anybody want a spot, Revit? I got I got four quarters. Hold on. Do we no. have to like submit this in taxes next year or something? <laughs> oh look at that! I do have a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens if it really stinks? The Scott well, owes a lot of money. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to split that dollar four ways. <laughs> Water's all around next week. So pretty much, if we win, all of us get our dollar back in a quarter. Yeah, <laughs> that's an investment. No, I, I'm going for the positive. I think it'll oh, be good. So okay. you, both of you. So we have. Let's say it scores better than a six point. Three on IMDb is that fair? Like yeah, for a good movie, six point three. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so if it, if it rates hey, whoa, higher, whoa. Mine, mine is no. six point five. Okay, I think six point five is a 
decent move. Okay, 6.5. Okay. We all go with that. Right. If it rates a 6.5 or higher, you take the money. Okay. Okay. Yeah? Okay. That's fair. There we go. This is high rolling. Five bucks. <laughs> there goes that five. There goes that Hey, look at that. You guys can get some Big Macs. Yeah, right. I need everyone to pull out their phones and go rate the uh, Fantastic Four right now. Oh, it's we're doing it. <laughs> we need the dollar. How many friends I have on my Facebook account? I need my dollar back. Hey, you could use that line from, you know, Better Off Dead. Where's my two dollars? <laughs> you know what I, I think? I listen to another podcast about sports at oh, some point yes and they do this thing what's called a water bet what a water bet is it's pretty much the same thing you're all given one opinion okay i think fantastic four is gonna suck you think it's gonna be good if i am right and you are wrong what a water bet is you're gonna have to take a cup of water in any fashion that we we think so you so we can so throw it on your face in the crotch <laughs> on the back whatever like that water bets are a good way to do bets without spending any money yeah just drench somebody. i would rather spend money it took me an hour to do my makeup <laughs> everyone's gonna hope there. you lose a water bet Jess. <laughs> it's gonna be ugly for everyone just know when you. water bets are you know do don't wear white we're gonna see all the no, comments. When like, we do the water bet, oil make bets. sure I wear my white. We shorts. want baby oil bets for Jess. <laughs> Everyone's gonna start saying, "Dude, video, yeah, video, video. video. <laughs> oh, we plan on filming that. Oh. Come on. Oh, we'll get it in like super slow motion. You need to like twist your hair as the water's coming down. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know. She's my cherry pie. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't. Th- I mean. Okay. Well, the bets are in. I know they are. We're, it, I just don't see it succeeding. It is, you know, we've we got Ant Man. It, it was I okay. Liked. I liked it. Some people I liked, liked it, it a lot, but it wasn't as amazing. But then Fantastic Four just is not that great of a property. What did IMB give Ant Man? That's what I'm checking right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it'll be as good as Ant. I liked Ant Man. I, I saw Ant-Man it was twice. Decent. I took my wife to it. She loved it. Ant Man scored a seven point eight. Okay. So if Ant Man can score a seven point eight, you have a good chance to score at least six point. Yeah, I think I think it'll be there. Yeah, I think it'll barely be there, but it will be there. Wow. (laughs) So okay. So we've got just a few more minutes left. Uh, Any other things you guys want to throw out there? Did I already freak out about uh, Deadpool? That happened. Yes, that happened. Okay. I threw that out. Gamescom happened out in Germany, or still going on at the same time. This gaming con is going on. Yes. So So, uh, so Solid Gaming Con, come down. Yeah, that's right. It's like an arm. Today, (laughs) you know, it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, They so the Microsoft is here. Sony PlayStation is here. There are Oculus Rifts here that you can demo somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere in the on this floor. There they uh, said. What they said yesterday, there's going to be eight of them here. So uh, you can definitely come down, try it out. And I know the Uh, Sony booth has a new Guitar Hero that's not even supposed to be out until later this year. In fact, I went there, I was was kind of filming some some crowd, and I had someone go, dude, you can't record. Yeah, 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 you bet. Um, I mean, there's there's some cool stuff going on. There's a Splatoon going on over there. There's tournaments. You've got board games. You've got card games. We need to go find someone from DICE. Kidnap yeah. them, yeah. torture them, and give us access to some kind of beta battlefront. Okay, that's my goal okay. for the con this weekend. Cool. Oh, Marvel's going to be here um, as well. Yeah. Uh, there is some LARPing going on. There, literally, there are people hitting other people. So it's adorable. Um, adorable. Yeah. So there's some cool stuff going on. 
Um, since we only got a few minutes left, uh, again, thanks to uh, Lone Wolf Development for coming on tonight to talk about Hero Lab. Check them out. I mean, if you if character design is something you love but you hate at the same time because it takes forever, this is going to be you know or a you tool hate. for you that's going to help you out. Um, and not only that, I just want to throw this out here. So in two weeks, we're going to have a really cool show for you. We are going to be broadcasting live from The Void. Yes! My ears just went crazy because it's now in stereo, not on one side. Um, so, yeah, so that's going to be pretty cool. Uh, not only that, they're going to let us uh, test it out before we go on. So, uh, Slightly excited about oh this. Oh, my no gosh. Doubt. Yeah. I'm not going to sleep the night before. <laughs> so this is, is going to be pretty cool. over yet? Yeah. So... Uh, we're going to be doing that, so check us out. I know we've talked about it quite a bit, so we will actually be able to tell you first-handedly what it looks like, so how it feels, stoked as we shake and tremble as we are talking. Oh, so uh, stoked! Yeah, so, so we got to feel like when we get out, like real life is going to look like really dumb. Yeah, like when we get out of the void, we're like, oh man, now I got to go to work. I know. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't. I, well, oh wait, that's not the right one. You want to shoot people? What? <laughs> that's the Halo one. Okay. Wrong thing. Yes. So, uh, ouch. We're gonna have a mission. I'm so stoked. Oh, and then. So, uh, there is one review that it ca- that came out. It said, "Fantastic Four: Superheroes for Dummies." That's a red. That's a red. That's a red. Well, we'll see tomorrow. <laughs> what happens? Uh, what else did you have last? Nothing else. Yep. She just wanted to say, make sure you watch Fandom Mondays on YouTube. Uh, Fandom. Heck yeah. Yes. Uh, yes, we did take a we did take time off this last week. Yes, we did. But like, we're gonna have some cool stuff coming out. So yeah, you know, we're, if you want to see some footage of uh, the Salt Lake Gaming Con, yep. we will have some stuff on there, some highlights. Yes. And, and then the uh, following week, uh, the Void. The Void. Yes. yes. So that'll be really cool. <laughs> How much uh, time we got? Yeah, uh, we've got four minutes. Okay, uh, we can throw in that something case, else out. I, uh, I picked up a subscription for something really freaking awesome last week. Yes. Uh, it's called Marvel Unlimited. Anyone listening that is not aware of our Marvel Unlimited, it's basically a subscription-based service that allows you access to over 15,000 comic books, digital comic books. Sweet. This is how you got your Deadpool? This is how I got my Deadpool in oh, two days. Okay. 20 <laughs> issues in literally like six hours. <laughs> how much is it? So it you, is 10 you pay, bucks a month. So you pay 10 bucks a month and you have unlimited, unlimited access. access to like over 15,000 different comics. I've been reading Star Wars comics, Marvel uh, comics, or obviously Marvel comics, but like Deadpool comics, Wolverine comics. I have access to everything. So much so I that so I want to make a, a segment on I hate you right now. Get it, dude. It's 10 bucks. I now have to go get it. It's $10. I know. I want to go read yeah. Constantine. I right I now and throw it at days. your face. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, I just pulled up Rotten Tomatoes. Don't. No. We, we have, no. The, the suspense is killing everyone. Okay. I, I will just say I have the score on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm not worried. It will take <laughs> the weekend, however for the actual score to be developed because IMDb is composed by I know I, I know I know there's more I actually I think IMDb is a little bit more uh, credible than Rotten Tomatoes but uh wow that is actually pretty cool dang it it's even better on a tablet which I know you own yes dang it <laughs> more money got in my pocket <laughs> marvel takes more from you you want to spend what's the, the cheapest price you can get a comic book like 2 bucks an issue 
Yes. Yeah. I know. I know. I do. I like that feeling. That's one reason I don't let, I don't read ebooks is because I like holding a book. But this is a comic book you can read now. I want to buy all the comic books. I want to give a challenge. I want to give a challenge to our listeners real quick. If, yes. If you have a superhero movie that you're really anticipating that you're really excited for and you want to try out Marvel Unlimited, go ahead and pick it up and read one series or even like, let's say, 20, 30 issues of that character of that movie mm-hmm. and see how it compares. See if you like it. See, you, now you have a knowledge going into the movie of what you want to expect. Yeah. I feel like you're asking us to spend money, Jared. I'm asking you to read Deadpool <laughs> so we can talk about it. Don't read Final Fantasy. So, so have you made some deal with Marvel Unlimited yeah, to like, give you a kickback? I did not say that Marvel Unlimited was the best. Marvel Unlimited is the greatest. You should he probably gets, go pick it up. He gets twenty dollars every time he. They, they, Marvel need, Unlimited is they need to give us a kickback at this point. <laughs> all right. So, with that said, uh, you know, let's let's go and tie that in. So, all the listeners out there, send us an email: info at dungeoncrawlersradio.com. Let us know. What superhero movie or what movie that's coming out this year? You know, there's not much left of it, but what movie right now or what movie this year you've really wanted to see and have been anticipating? Let, and you know, let us know. Storyline and universe. You yeah. Want to see I, right? I want a remake of Spawn. Oh, that's good. Hey, we have 90 seconds. We have 90 seconds. If all your emails don't say Deadpool, you are all Deadpool to me. Deadpool. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, with Cheeky. that said, check us out. Uh, as always, on DungeonCrawlersRadio.com. Check us out on Facebook. Like, like us there. Follow us on Twitter. Like us there as well. Follow fandom, UtahFandom.com. We need the likes up. We need the, you know, we need the subscriptions up, because it feel loved. the more those numbers go up, the more we're bringing the void to you. We better see how a many lot people can people say that other than ABC4. Yeah. We are competing with ABC4. That's awesome. We're calling you out, ABC4. <laughs> you hear me, Tracy Smith at ABC4. Yeah. We love you, ABC4. Yep. And not only that, uh, next month uh, we'll be at Salt Lake Comic Con, uh, and uh, we'll be doing some cool stuff there. So. Is it already next month? <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes. So with that said, uh, we're out of here, and we'll catch you next time. Adios. Deadpool.